Hey everybody, welcome back to Shop Talk. I know as usual it has been quite a while since I've done an episode. Um, and speaking of that, that kind of leads right into what I want to talk about today and that is the, the subject of time. So, time is one of those things that uh, obviously there's lots of different sayings uh, about time. There's, you know, time heals all, there's... Uh, you know, time will tell. There's just hindsight's 2020. Of course, there's the past, future, uh, and, and of course, right now we're in the present. So we talk about time, and it, and it affects every day. We time's a big part of our days. Of course, uh, what time you get up in the morning, when when you got to go to work, how long you have to work, uh, what maybe what you other things that maybe correlate with time, uh, what you get paid per hour. Uh, and, and it breaks on, breaks down other ways too. Uh, how much you make in a year, maybe if your salary. So, but one of the things that we don't talk about, uh, probably as much, whether it's in the church or uh, just as Christians, is is where time came from. So we know we have a right away in the beginning in, in the book of Genesis. We have. Uh, without specifically saying it, we have the creation of time. So we know that God exists uh, outside of time and space. So in, in our physical realm. Um, <clears throat> and so when he started creating, right away we, we get a, a creation event or a record of creation. And we know that it, it took six days and he rested the seventh right there of course is uh is time and of course the very first line in the bible in the beginning you know right there again that's a a time but time didn't exist before god created so and it's kind of hard to wrap your mind around that but in in a sense when god created he created and he created the heavens and the earth right then and there time began because now we have something in the physical realm and in the physical realm, there is time. And uh, so, of course, then it gets a little bit more into he split the day and the night. And, uh, you know, so again, we have another way of telling time. Uh, we have uh, when you get into Exodus and you get into where they're dealing with uh, the Pharaoh and the Egyptians and after all the plagues and then they get the Passover then God tells them that this is now first month of your year so and then he, he breaks it all down into all the different festivals and they're very specific uh, you know which month of the year what day of the month uh, and of course it breaks down into weeks and, and realistically that's pretty much still how we have our week so to speak uh, they may not be necessarily exactly the same but we hit the seven day week uh, and I'm not saying that it came from that but it sure co- corresponds with the Bible as to you know you have your six days and then you have your day of rest of course nowadays in this chaotic world we, we never rest everybody's always busy there's never enough time uh, but also in the Bible, you get 
another denomination of time, and we get it that people's ages, and it describes how long people lived. And of course, in past episodes, I've discussed how uh, the ages in the Bible maybe weren't so outlandish when they were living 900 years, and it continually works its way down until you get to where we are today. But uh, so I'm not going to go back into all that. But you get uh, you get everybody's ages. So again, the passing of time. And it's something that brought uh, was brought up to me by Jeremy, and I really got to do a podcast with him because I think it would be just fantastic. But uh, he's our assistant pastor. He's a minister at our church, and uh, he brought up the fact that uh, when when Adam was created, you know, Adam we basically assume was created a man. He wasn't ever created as an infant he never lived as an infant so really the first infants would have been Cain and Abel at least in our record that we have now I've also discussed how and I won't get into it as much here means I've already done episodes on that but how there may have been men outside of men and women outside of this storyline but this storyline is the importance has has the importance of showing us the genealogy of Jesus and explaining you know God's people and and so on and so forth but uh so you got times and like it says the the festivals are very specific they they kept time even uh as far as women and of course that time of the month we'll talk about that even nowadays but uh they had a very specific that were considered unclean and so they had to do certain things for a certain amount of time in order to be clean again so um and of course we've all heard the it's not just a saying it's in the bible uh that uh to god uh, you know and i may have this backwards but to god a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like a day uh so there's more references to time um and of course something that the secular world tries to deny but uh and i and i believe it's probably thanks to the the roman catholics and the roman empire but we keep time based off of jesus now i don't know if it's his death or if it's you know but bc was before christ and they've tried to change that to common era and to different different things they're trying to go away uh from time being kept of, by jesus because of course they tried to deny that he was who he was and so why would we want to keep time by him but we have and like i said i think the the roman empire is once they became a catholic basically christians then they had a lot of power at that time. So um, now getting a little bit outside of the Bible, but in relation to what I was just talking about is this, the great reset. I've, I've done an episode on that and I haven't dug much more into it since then, but I know one of the things with the great reset is they basically want to, once it happens, they want to start at year zero. Now, as I just said, we keep time based on Jesus. Well, one of the biggest competition or competitors to 
government, whether it's whoever's government, world government, is religion, is faith. And so it just kind of can nitpick at getting away from that and slowly taking him more and more. We've seen how many places in our society where they are uh, taking God out of it. And this would just be one more way to get people to not think of that. And so, like I said, with Exodus, that was when God told them to start keeping time. And so who knows how many times we've we've changed. We date things currently based on our own, the time period that we go off of our calendars that we have now. Uh, so, but if they were able to, to get this great reset and they they start over on year zero, what, another thing to try to pull away from faith, and this is, I got to be honest, this is my own little conspiracy theory, and I could be way off, uh, and I'll get a little bit more into it as I go, but uh, one way to really shake a lot of people, not everybody, but a lot of people's faith, um, would be to for the government to admit that there's UFOs, that, that there's alien life forms out there. That would shake a lot of people's faith, and a lot of people may walk away from the faith, unfortunately. Um, and you see that corresponding with this whole timeline of wanting to do the Great Reset and all that, all of a sudden our government and other governments are saying that there is these UFOs that are that are... They can't explain them. Everybody's thinking it's somebody else's technology and nobody's owning up to it. So, potentially, we are we could be seeing... Uh, just because I don't trust in a lot of things that the government does, they have their own interests, you could, you could potentially see where that would just be able to get a lot of people away from the faith. I'm not saying it's true... And I, and I want to say also, again, with the discussion with Jeremy, God is so big and the universe that he created is so big that I don't think we would necessarily be right in writing off that there's any other life out there. Now, I'm not trying to say that he, I'm a proponent of aliens or not aliens, whatever, but I think... Our Bible tells us what we need to know for here on earth. So I'm not saying that we weren't. I'm not saying that they're there, but I'm just saying, you know, we get what we need to know. And, and so could there be life out there? I don't know. I'm, that's I don't have a whole lot of answers on that. Uh, so, but I, I certainly wouldn't put it past God He's more than capable of creating life anywhere he wants. Could he have done that? I don't know. Uh, kind of getting back to the time thing, with this new web telescope that's gone out, uh, one of the big things, and I've talked about it in the past, the Big Bang Theory, uh, originally was a Christian idea. Not, not the idea of the Big Bang itself, but the premise behind it was, and I, and I think I've talked about this before, like I said, um, but the premise behind it was essentially saying uh, that there's a there was a beginning to the universe, and 
of course science has a, the original science theory was that there it just always was which makes no sense in and of itself but um, so then the Big Bang Theory was a, a title given to it to make fun of it and it stuck and then they've adopted it saying that yeah there was a big beginning and it was a big explosion that doesn't mean that there was God it just it happened well this this web telescope is going out there and it is showing um, essentially kind of debunking that whole theory because if that had happened the outer galaxies should be coming off as we should be getting light coming off that they are much younger than what they are showing uh, so it's kind of a little bit over my head and ex- when that when I was reading an article about it but essentially what they're saying is this this telescope is kind of showing that pretty much everything that astronomers have studied and researched and all their data and all that is useless it's potentially useless I shouldn't say that it's been proven yet but it's you know the glow of the stars is showing that these galaxies out there are uh, much older than we anticipated uh, which is which is very surprising um, so again it, with the universe being so big I, I and it's a time thing so as I said the, these galaxies it's the light so light years there's so many different ways we measure time too you know and these galaxies should be, as they say in the article, they should be more of a bluish color, a younger, a hotter. Uh, and a lot of them are more reddish, meaning they're cooler and, as I said, older. So, um, and you know, what we tend to do here on Earth is we tend to repeat cycles. So we talk about history and and. The whole point of history is so that we don't repeat mistakes. And yet we see things continually uh, coming, happening, that that there's some very strong tying points to the past where we're in dangerous territory, especially see that nowadays. And every time that things get rough, a lot of people like to start pointing to revelation, to end times. Uh, to even the book of Daniel. Um, I don't know if I've done an episode discussing how we're... It is widely agreed that we're in the uh, the last church phase. So we're in the last phase before the tribulation. and But they don't know how long that lasts. Uh, in the book of Daniel, you know, they, they talk about the, the statue that's made of different materials. Uh, that we're in the phase of the feet. That's supposedly another timeline. Uh, but the reality is when you read the book of Revelation or and you just read the Bible, uh, it'll come like a thief in the night. We're not going to know. We'll see signs and we'll we'll know that maybe, as, as I said just now, that we're maybe in the end phase, but we don't know how long that end phase will last. We don't have the timing. We don't know God's timing. Um, another thing, a book that I've started reading because if you whether no matter what side you're on 
uh, you've heard the term Orwellian, and that comes that comes from the the author from back in the 40s and 50s. Uh, I think it was George Orwell, or I think is his name. I know his last name was Orwell. Uh, anyways, he's he wrote many famous books, but uh, some of them Animal Farm. Um, I can't remember the other one. But uh, the big one that everyone's talking about when they're talking about Orwellian is uh, 1984. And this was a book written in 1949 uh, discussing essentially the future if capitalism was overthrown and gotten rid of and socialism and communism uh, were instituted everywhere in the world. Uh, and I tell you what, it uh, there's a lot of correlations to nowadays. Um, one of the things you heard everybody start, especially on the right, discussing when they had this uh, misinformation board, uh, that 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 was a uh, ministry of tr- of truth. Well, that comes from 1984. Uh, there's revisionist history. They they constantly in the book through this ministry of truth would revise history so that uh, the leaders would uh, be correct. Uh, I mean, I'll have to do maybe a whole episode on 1984 sometime. It's a very interesting book, um, not only for the political side of things, it just in general is interesting. Uh, and I think it's a fairly well-written book, and it's a good good uh, fiction book. But it is very crazy how many correlations there are to what's going on today, uh, especially for being written in uh, 1949. He's obviously a little off on the date. He thought that uh, all by 1984, obviously, that that this would all happen and we're in 2022. But he, he's got quite a bit of things uh, pretty close. So, um, <clears throat> uh, and then I just kind of want to leave you with little bit more of an upper note um (laughs) i think when we're kids especially when you're going through school it seems like time drags on forever and ever and then you get to be an adult and it's like time just goes faster and faster and faster and you know i remember growing up and being told that that's how things were going to happen, you know, it, you know, blink of an eye, you're you're going to be old, you know. And we just kind of brushed it off. I'll be young forever, you know. As a kid, you just seem to think that. Uh, and now that I, you know, have a daughter of my own, and uh, will soon have another daughter. Um, It it just seems I can't believe that she's as old as she is. She's already two and a half, and it just it just seems like time goes faster. Now it doesn't make sense. That time is still passing at the same same speed it always has, and yet it sure it's funny how time works because you better enjoy it while you can. I hear that phrase all the time, and it is so true. And so, you know, I just 
want to say there, there's people all the time that are doing the math. They're doing, looking, they're combing through the Bible, trying to find when the end times are going to be. And, you know, there, there's somebody who just come out. I guess I don't know when it was posted, but I, I just saw the video on it discussing and they did all this math and went back and they're trying to say that to the end of Daniel's timeline it marks the 70th jubilee and that if you do all the math it comes out to be October of this year of 2022 in particular October 5th of 2022 now are they right I don't know uh well I guess we'll wait and see it's not that far off uh, but ultimately, and it's hard to admit, like, I would be sad because part of me is sad. I should not say I would be sad. Part of me is sad because I know that my daughter is not going to be born till November. But if that's the case, then I'm not worried about it because I'm not going to change how I live my life. I'm going to continue to praise God. I'm going to continue to worship Him and trust in Him. And if that is the the end times and we end up with the rapture and tribulation and all that stuff however it all ends up working out well my faith and trust is still in him and so it's a good thing i mean ultimately we get to spend eternity in the presence of god and so i'm not going to worry about it too much could they be right maybe but again i don't think anybody will ever be able to truly figure out the exact moment when this will take place so it's easy to get wrapped up in all these theories and even with the great reset when i brought that up if that's what's supposed to happen if that's part of god's plan then it's part of god's plan and i'm gonna write it out i had an episode before where i talked about even though things were maybe difficult for a lot of people like for instance 2000 the the recession that happened in 2008 uh Obviously, one, I was a young kid, but I don't remember it being so hard. And and through the Obama years, things weren't that bad for me. I think we put way too much emphasis on how somebody else, how they spend their time, affects how you spend your time. And if you spend your time working hard and and trusting in God, your time is going to reap some pretty good benefits no matter what is going on in the world. You put your trust in the right place, and you'll be okay. You know, maybe you're not buying boats and campers and all these a fancy car and stuff, but you'll be you'll have food on the table, you'll have your family, you'll have joy that everybody else is miserable, and despite what's going on, you you'll have a joy that you can't explain. And that's kind of where I'm just I'm just trusting. No matter what happens, what no matter what's coming. I'm not worried about it. It's not that I don't care. I'm just not worried about it because I, my trust is in something bigger. And it's someone bigger. My trust is in Jesus. I know he came and died for me. I know he's the point that if I focus on him, everything's going to work out all right. may not be the way that I planned it to work out, but it's going to work out. And so I just would encourage you to do that. Spend your time on the right things. Spend your time with your family. Spend your time focusing on God, learning more about God. Uh, and and just 
don't spend all this time worrying about what's going on. It's don't spend your time hating people because they have a different maybe political view. Uh, just find that peace that we get by being Christians and help to be that peace for somebody else. So thanks again for everybody that listens. And uh, I really appreciate you out there. I know I don't have a huge audience, but you matter to me. And so uh, thanks a lot. So as always, be kind to one another and have a great day.